Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, it has been a it's been a, a little while. Hey. And <clears throat> a lot has happened since you sat in the chair. I know. You guys were in Hebrews eleven for about a year. Yeah, <laughs> we uh we did the jungle tour through uh <laughs> through Hebrews eleven and a lot of the Old Testament. We got some Second Kings, First Kings. You know, I, I actually loved it. Oh, I, it was I was amazing. listening to a couple yeah. of them recently. And uh, I, I thought it was very powerful, like how how you guys did that, how we did that. Yeah. Um, versus oh. like it would have been easy just to you know read through the verse and kind of give like yeah. oh this is yeah. what I remember about Miles Moses. Samson, that's great. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. You know, and and all thanks to to Will Kynes for that. But uh, <laughs> what, what a, a great theological advisor. I <laughs> love that guy. Um. Yeah. So we're. We're getting to the point of Hebrews 11 here. Yeah. So Hebrews 11 is a lot of information, especially when you do what we did, which is you know dig into all the subtext that the Hebrews author is you know alluding to, mm. and we get to the big therefore, and, and you know this this couple of verses is is very um, well known in Christian circles and right rightly so. Yeah, but. He refers to all of these people that he's just named and then the even more that he alluded to without calling right. my name as a great cloud of witnesses mm. and then points to Jesus and then points to, uh, you know, a, a call to the church that he's addressing. So what are yeah. your thoughts on this passage? Well, you know, as you and I were just kind of kind of chatting before we came on, um, this is... Uh, it's really just pretty straightforward phrases that I think if you like take it one by one, there's certainly things that apply to us. And I think that's kind of the, therefore that's the transition from looking at, you know, all these historical great figures of faith to transitioning to our own personal walk Mm -hmm. and what that means for us. And so there's certain things that we can apply immediately. And then there's also like just basic uh, fundamental um, theological truths that you know play a part in in our you know this this faith that we're trying to live out. Um, so I mean, just to just to kind of pull out a, a couple of those, uh, it it says, "Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us." Mm-hmm. And so it is interesting that our our salvation, our walk with the Lord, is seen in terms of a race. Mm-hmm. And I would say that we need to allow the Bible to frame how we view things like salvation, how we view things like sanctification. And one of those is like the analogy of a race. Like mm-hmm. you're we're actually like running in this race. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say it's more like a marathon than mm-hmm. like, you know, the sprint. But like we're running in this marathon. There, there's great times, there's tough times, there's injuries along the way, you know, but we're, we're kind of in this active race, if you will, um, with the Lord. And, um, so it's as opposed to, and I think this is what a lot of times like Christianity is portrayed as, 
as opposed to this line that is drawn in the sand and like, okay, I believe in Jesus. Now I've crossed that line. Like I'm on the good side. I'm going to heaven one day. I, you know, and then if, if, if you view Christianity or your salvation in terms of crossing some line and like now I'm in, then you won't view it like a race. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the danger. So I would say let's go with biblical categories, biblical analogies of of what we're doing, and and one of these is is a race, and I think it I think it helps. And Absolutely. so part of that live part of that running the race. Number one, it talks about endurance, like we need to endure. And I think one of the ways that we do that, if you back up the phrase before that, it says, "Let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely." Mm. So there's there's a very real part of running this race that has to do with laying aside these weights, these mm-hmm. burdens that we carry, laying mm-hmm. aside these sins um, that it says here, like cling so closely, which mm-hmm. is kind of an interesting thing to think about like sin, like clinging to your body, mm-hmm. uh, clinging to your person, yeah. uh, to your being. And we, we do not want those things to be clinging so closely to us. We want to shed those things. And I think that's part of running this race. Absolutely. You know, that word witnesses, uh, the Greek word is martis. It's, it's can also, it's a, it's a legal word. So it's like a literal, you know, judicial witness uh, of something. Hmm. And, you know, I've kind of mentioned this, but I've referred to Hebrews 11, some as, you know, the hall of faith and, just because that's what it's oftentimes known of, known as. But I'm actually really weary of that sort of term and framing of it because it presents the Hall of Faith as like this, you know, Hall of Marble statues right. and, and heroes. Yeah. And what I think is really crucial about verse one of Hebrews 12 coming out of chapter 11 is, you know, all these figures that he's just named from Abraham to Rahab to Samson. They're just a part of this great cloud of testimonies of witnesses. And, and, you know, from reading Hebrews 11, we know that they are witnesses to God's faithfulness to his promises. Right. And and it all comes back to looking to Jesus. We, you know, we're not called to admire and worship and, and, you know, look to Abraham and Rahab and whoever we're called to look to Jesus as they did. Hmm. And, And so, you know, they're helpful role models and examples in many ways, but I, I think this is so helpful for, for framing, you know, the whole point of Hebrews is that Jesus is greater than the angels. He's greater than Moses. He's greater than Aaron and Melchizedek. And, you know, he is the point of it all. And he has been all along and and he, he brings it back to that. And yeah, I love, you know, that, that word weight, uh, you know, it's a lot of translations will use like every hindrance or every impedance. Yeah. And, I love that that is connected with sin because we know that we're supposed to, you know, grow out of sin as we grow in Christ. Right. But there's also this idea that there are things in our lives that are hindrances to us running well. Yeah. And that might be sort of a distinct category from like outright rebellion against God. Hmm. And yet there's still hindrances. And, and, you know, I think that's where, you know, last summer D's did a little series on wisdom and he used the wisdom grid. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there's like sinfulness and righteousness, but then there's foolishness and and wickedness. Yeah. 
It, or, or yeah, foolishness and wisdom. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I thought I remember foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, like, maybe you remembered it better than I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made it a couple of weeks long. Like, <laughs> no, but and the author is calling us, you know, to to into this, you know, whole holistic pursuit of Christ who who is the perfection of our faith and you know Abraham's not the perfection of our faith mm-hmm. Noah is not the perfection of our faith but Christ is because he was made perfect in his sufferings as as Hebrews tells us and I just think that that is a great word to us today is yeah what what sins do we need to lay aside but also what are the patterns of our life that are hindering us from you know, living in zeal yeah. for the Lord. Well, and I think, uh, I mean, something that you were kind of touching on, I thought you were going to go there and then and you went a little different oh, direction. No, no, no. I mean, you went in a great direction, okay. but it was also the the cloud of witnesses. Like this is not some, it's not some hall of faith, like these marble statue heroes yeah. that like we can never attain to. Mm. It's like you can be, you can join this great cloud of witnesses. Yep. And the way you do that is that you you lay aside every weight and the sin which clings so closely. You look to Jesus, who is the founder and perfecter of faith. So you do these things in the same way that those, and you, you may not have like books written about you or, yeah. or like make your, you know, your name's not in the Bible or in like a John Piper book or, or whatever the equivalent, you know, but you are, uh, you are joining this great cloud of witnesses because you have the same faith that they did in the same God that they did. Yeah, you know, I referenced the James 5 passage a few times when we were talking about Elijah, where James says, Elijah was a man like us with a nature like mm-hmm. ours. Yeah. And, and yet he prayed and, and you know, the Lord did these amazing That's right. things through him. Yeah. And yeah, so this is not, you know, some some weird slate that the author's holding up for us to admire right he's inviting us into this fellowship that is very much ours to attain yeah uh, through the power of the cross of christ yeah and i would uh, just a a final word that i i I think the key phrase here Mm and what you're talking about is looking to jesus yeah so um I, i love the way the niv puts it it says fixing our eyes on jesus yeah and um, I was telling you a minute ago that like, I think of that old hymn, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Can you I, sing it for us? I love that chord. <laughs> turn your eyes. Oh, so yes, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you the full version later. Well, yeah, yeah. but uh, it is such a beautiful, beautiful chorus. <laughs> and, and it's taken, I think it's taken right here from Hebrews 12, um, mm. fixing our eyes on Jesus or looking at Jesus. That is what we're called to do Amen. day in and day out as we run this race. Absolutely. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.